and welcome to the Movement and Mindfulness podcast with me, Erica Webb of Erica Webb Yoga and Pilates. In this podcast, I, along with my guests, will explore what it means to move as an act of self-kindness and self-discovery. We'll look at the ways movement, mindset and mindfulness support us to be and do the things we so desire in the world. I truly believe that movement has the ability to expand our capacity to show up for the things that are important to us. And I'm here to help you embrace the idea of movement as a powerful tool for wellness, rather than just another thing you think you should be doing. I'm thrilled you're here. Let's do this. Hey there, and welcome to episode 19 of the Movement and Mindfulness podcast. I'm Erica, and I am thrilled that you're joining me. Today is a short session, just me, and I want to talk to you about something that I think is really important. And that is the way that we look at and respond to our body. And the big question is, are we looking at it as a friend or are we looking at it as a foe? And, you know, it seems like the answer to this question should be obvious. We like kind of hope that we're all looking at our body as though it's our friend, as though it is always inherently on our side. But the truth is that a lot of us look at our body as though it is something that we are up against as though it is kind of working against us, as though every ache and every niggle and every issue is kind of a problem that we have to solve or something that we have to conquer. And that leads us to a very different relationship with our body than we would have if we saw all of those same things as being information that is being given to us for our own good. And I think that this is a really interesting space to explore in because, you know, we we do get information given to us all the time from our body. And that stuff that we kind of interpret as being uncomfortable. So, you know, I've been sitting at my computer for a lot of the day today and my shoulders are uncomfortable. And for a lot of us, we would look at that and be like, oh, that is such a nuisance. Why are my shoulders so tense? And the reality is, my body is just telling me to like get up and move, do something else, do something different with your body right now. But most of us are so used to dismissing and ignoring and, you know, pushing away that information that we then sort of start to see ourselves through this other lens of like, well, why are you against me? All I want to do is finish my work at the computer and body, you're making this really hard. And it's quite funny when you start to look at it from that perspective, but that is what we do day in and day out. And so when we want to create change in the way that we feel, if we are approaching our body from this place of it being kind of like our enemy and we're trying to beat it, then we're not bringing that sense of kindness and that sense of wanting to work with our body to the table. We're bringing this kind of defensive, I will beat you kind of energy to the problem or what we see, what we perceive to be a problem. And that is such a different place to function from. And, you know, we, we tend to try to create this change in our body through this kind of like heavy handed place. And, it doesn't have the same impact. When we instead start to look at ourselves through eyes that are kind, eyes that are curious, eyes that assume the best about ourselves, 
then we're able to kind of finally tune our ear to say, well, what is it that maybe my body is telling me? What is it that maybe I need? Oftentimes, you know, that tension or that pain or that exhaustion is a signal that you need to do something other than what you're doing right now. So, you know, I can only speak from my own experience, but in my own experience, I'm very good at ignoring the tired signal. I'm very good at ignoring the get up and walk away from your computer signal. I'm very good at ignoring the put down your phone signal and give your thumb a rest. And I think that when we sort of take responsibility for the fact that maybe there's signals that we could be picking up on that we're choosing to ignore, then we're able to look at it differently. When instead we just sort of expect that our body should be able to keep up with all this stuff that we throw at it, relentless hours at the computer, you know, constant sleep deprivation, we're, you know, we're making a choice. And I think that a lot of what I talk to often comes back to this idea of like, we have to make a choice. And, you know, when, like, I'm just sort of thinking about my own, that example that I've just used, I really choose to push through my fatigue a lot of the time. And that's something that I'm personally working on quite a lot at the moment is, you know, really prioritizing rest, prioritizing sleep. And there's so many stories that go along with that. You know, this whole thing of not wanting to be seen to be lazy or unproductive or soft or whatever it is, which just sounds crazy coming out of my mouth, but I know that's what's behind it. Um, but when we're able to to sort of just shift our perspective a little bit and recognize that, you know, maybe that exhaustion isn't there to tick you off. Maybe that tense shoulder isn't there just to get you, get your feathers ruffled. You know, we can start to respond to ourselves with a different attitude through a different lens. And a little bit like when you're trying to coax a child or a puppy or something to do something, you see the way that their whole physicality reacts when you yell or when you um, come across as brash or or harsh. You can see it in their body. They, they clamp up. They get fearful. And it's the same when we're talking to ourselves. If we're talking to ourselves as though we are awful creatures, then we are kind of creating the same response in our system that we see in other creatures outside of ourselves. And we do this. We do this every time we talk to ourselves about the fact that we're not good enough, about the fact that, you know, any of the, that sort of negative self-talk we have, it's that heavy handedness. It's that, that, forcefulness. And yet when we can come at that from a different angle and come in with a softer touch, come in with compassion, come in with kindness, come in with a finely tuned ear to what it is we might need, it changes the game. And it's a choice. And it's one that I know for myself, I have to make every day, multiple times a day. I hope that that gets you thinking a little bit about, you know, how do you approach this in your own body? How do you look at yourself and can you shift that lens to be one that is kinder? Because we are all worthy of that inherent kindness. Thanks for joining me. I'll talk to you again soon. <laughs>